Welcome to the Voices of St. Michael podcast, where we bring you talks, interviews, homilies, and prayers from the faith community of St. Michael Catholic Church in Independence. May the peace of Jesus Christ be with you always. As most of us know, the uh, ascension of Christ is uh, celebrated in most parts of the world on Thursday, which it's his actual day, liturgical day. Um, there's a small percentage of dioceses in the United States that's, that have transferred it to, have kept it at Thursday, but most have transferred it to this Sunday as we, as we have in Cleveland. And I was reading in Catholic Daily about in Jerusalem when they celebrated on Thursday, it's also celebrated in a mosque. And this only happens in Jerusalem. It's there that one day a year, it's on the top of Mount, the Mount of Olives that Eucharistic liturgies are celebrated in the Roman Rite, even in a mosque. Right? And the sacred plate this tradition is repeated every year. It's a small chapel of the Ascension. And it goes back, it's a building of crusader origin, which according to tradition contains the last trace of Christ shortly before his Ascension. And this place of worship was built as an octagonal chapel in 1152. 1198, it was transformed into a mosque by a sultan and today it's still part of the so-called mosque of the ascension of Jesus, whom, if you may not know this, Muslims recognize and celebrate as the prophet Asa. So this ancient Christian place of worship is open to visitors and pilgrims throughout the year. And on the Feast of the Ascension, ascension by special concession of ancient tradition, the Franciscans of the custody of the Holy Land celebrate Eucharistic liturgies there attended by groups of native Christians and pilgrims. This past Thursday, the official media of the Latin Patriarch of Jerusalem reported a mass in Arabic was even celebrated at 8 a.m. in front of the shrine of the Chapel of the Ascension, and then another liturgy in Latin at 9.30. And then on a very hot day after the liturgy, those present gathered inside the, cha inside the chapel to contemplate the place from which, according to local tradition, Jesus ascended to the Father. It's what we celebrate today. It's reported in the Gospels and in the Acts in which the risen Jesus bids farewell to his disciples and ascends to heaven. This great passage, so then the Lord Jesus, after he spoke to them, was taken up into heaven and took his seat at the right hand of God. But what were they called to do, right? They went forth and preached everywhere while the Lord worked with them. They came to know that God would not abandon them in this journey to confirm the word through accompanying signs. And we've seen those signs, friends, in our lives in so many powerful ways. I read last week in a story about a, a man, Michael Barnes, it was an article in the Wall Street Journal. He was born a devout Lutheran in Alexandria, Louisiana. No father was abused at the age of 10. He got into college, just be said because he was a big guy. He was 6'5". He got in there to play basketball. 
but he had no hope. He had no self-esteem. He was getting into fights. He was drinking. He got into a, uh, he was beaten with a shovel. Shovel. He was actually shot in the back, spent time in jail. Figured out, well, college really isn't for me. I'm out of here. And he became a janitor in a big box with a big box retailer. But he had a, a wife and a child to support. So he decided he was going to join the Army. This was 1991. And through that winding journey, through God working through people he encountered, he converted to Islam. Now, something happened. When he converted to Islam, he was shunned by family and friends. Some wouldn't even speak to him. But one afternoon, he was in the field. And this sense of isolation reduced this big man to tears. But a Christian chaplain approached him. He praised his strength and intelligence, and he suggested, Michael, why don't you follow a different career path in the Army? Why don't you become a chaplain? Wow, and his life changed. He dedicated his life to education, four master degrees, two doctorates, including one in Christian theology. Michael is now Colonel Khalid Shabazz. He's a Muslim military chaplain. And he said this about that journey, nobody comes to me with good news. They are stripped down bare, crying in pain. My job is to transcend boxes and labels. People know I just want to take care of people. The colonel has come to know through his journey as a chaplain that our common humanity, friends, as children of God, is to admit our weaknesses, open our hearts to God's eternal love, and share that love for whatever time we have on this earth. The late Archbishop Fulton Sheen in The Life of Christ tells us that if Jesus had remained on earth after rising from the dead, the faith of his disciples would have still been focused on life in this world rather than on the next. Only a few moments before he ascended into heaven, his disciples were asking him, Lord, are you going to restore the rule to Israel now? But Jesus needed to draw his disciples beyond the focus of this world and he did so by leaving this world and ascending into the next. It would now be part of the disciples' spiritual growth to desire to be with Christ, whom they could no longer see with bodily eyes, just as we too must long to be with Christ, whom we can only see with the eyes of faith. Then, as the archbishop writes, in heaven... There will be no faith because his followers will see. There will be no hope because they will possess. But there will be love, for love endureth forever. There will be love, for love endureth forever. May Christ's peace be with you. Thank you for joining us for the Voices of St. Michael podcast. Please tell your friends about it. You can visit our website at stmichaelchurchindependence.org to find more talks, interviews, homilies, and prayers. 
You can also subscribe to this podcast from your favorite podcast app by searching for Voices of St. Michael Independence, Ohio. St. Michael the Archangel, pray for us.